You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 59. In today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Tess from Beyond Survival Mom, and she's going to share her story, and we are keeping it 100 for you guys. So please excuse any background noise as we are being working moms, both building our empires. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm so excited to introduce everybody to my good friend, Tess. She is a home emotional connection coach, and we actually met. We're going to tell you all of like how we met and how we know each other, but Tess, why don't you just like jump into it and tell me like, how did you become a home emotional connection coach? All right, so I was about 22 years old and I was packing up to leave my boyfriend. Um, We had lived together and I was in a very scary, abusive situation and I had to leave. Like I had to leave to go hide out at my friend's house for the night. Um, I had to leave, I had to turn off my phone. And I remember just getting to my friend's house. I actually, actually, I think that night I slept in my car because- I had nowhere to go that was safe where he wouldn't find me. Um, And I just was sitting there reflecting on like, how the heck did I get in this situation? I I think I'm a very smart person. At that point, I had my associate's degree and was working towards my bachelor's degree. Like I was a very smart person. And I was just sitting there kind of going, how did I get, how did I put myself in this situation? I I, I was divorced a year before. And just, I, I was hitting rock bottom at that point. Yeah. So I, um, I, the next day tried to go back to get my stuff. Cause I'd only taken like a bag of things and he ended up changing all the locks to this house that In we had one night, like not even yep. 24 hours. Yep. He changed all the locks on the house. I had, I, I only had the bag that I had taken with and that was it. That's all I had. So I, I literally, I didn't know what to do. So within a few days, I was trying to call the police. I was trying to, it was my home too. I was on the paperwork. We had had this home together. And how long did you live together before this happened? I want to say we had lived together for about a year. So we've been dating for almost a year and a half. Very well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was, oh, it was, it was, insane. So it was to the point where he was showing up at my work and stalking me. Um, he like, it was, it was scary. Like it to the, like, I actually remember sitting there thinking as I was terrified, I should just go back because it's less scary to be in it than it is to be out of it. Oh my gosh. That's, um, that, you know, I can resonate with that a lot just because you know, it's not healthy, but it's familiar. Mm-hmm. And just because you're like, I know I can handle the crazy, like it's, I think as women, the more people I talk to, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, like same. Like, I feel like as a smart, intelligent person, like the emotional side of like, maybe I can make this better. I don't want to be a quitter. You know what I mean? Like all those things kind of go through your head. Um, and good, good for you for just like taking that steps. What did you, what did you do? So I ended up leaving and I, I stuck through it. I stayed, I stayed gone. Um, but I remember it was like a few days later, I called the police and they like came to the house, um, because he had put things outside, like he had put my stuff outside, but he hadn't put like everything, like what, was like what kind of stuff? 
like all my furniture from my previous marriage. I owned all the furniture in that home. Okay. So I brought it all with me. It was all mine. All I had was a backpack when I left a backpack and my car. That was it. And so I had bought the couches. I had like a big flat screen TV. I owned them on the lawn. Did he text you? Did he say, Oh yeah. 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 He did say all your stuff's outside. So I get there and we called the police to be in this situation to help like make sure that everything is going to be okay. Um, the first police officer I ever talked to ended up being related to him and like came and was like, Hey, I can't do anything legally because we are related. I don't know him. He's like a second cousin, but I can't be in a situation. Okay, so I was I like, was there a shady officer. cop? Like, tell me I, everything. No, no, he was, but he like, he pulled up his record and he's like, just so you know, he has several domestic violence charges on his account. Did you know that before you started? No clue. Oh my God. And how no clue. You? I honestly, like I hear right? something like this and I'm like, it's not like I would go find this nice guy and we start dating and he treats me like gold and tells me how pretty I am. And then I'm like, I should check your record. Exactly. You should. If you're listening to this and you're dating someone, Google them and check them out. Like it's, oh oh my gosh. It's a real thing. Like do it. (laughs) It's scary. So anyways, the second police officer that came, I had my family there to help get my stuff because I mean, I was moving out of the house. So I had my family there. I had friends there and I'm like, my big screen TV isn't here. Like there's nothing here. And so I'm talking to the police officer. He starts screaming in my face, the screaming the at me. The police officer or this? Yeah. The officer? The officer, the police Why? officer. Because I asked him, I said, hey, I need you to look because I'm missing a flat screen TV. I just need you to acknowledge there's things I'm not getting here. Yeah. So when I talked to my lawyer, because I had a lawyer at this point, like we could be on the same page with things. Like he was supposed to give me my cats back didn't get my cats, didn't have a flat screen TV. I was missing, I was missing clothing. Like I, it, ridiculous. And it, yeah, and like why would he even want that? He, he was crazy. Anyway, so like the police officer starts screaming in my face, basically telling me what an idiot I was to be in this situation and that it's my own fault for putting myself in this situation. Let's just talk about some victim shaming there, right there. Like, I'm trying to get out of this situation. Yeah, not the right time. Like, even if what he was saying was 100% accurate, not the right time. Oh, exactly. Not the right time. My little human. Do do your mom thing, girl. Do it. (laughs) So, yeah, I was just in this mess of a situation trying to get my stuff back so I could leave to get myself in a better position in life. And it was was a pure nightmare. It was. It was. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. It's, it, it is what it is. I don't have any regrets because it led me to where I am now. Yes. So I have to look at the positive. I have to. <laughs> for you. Good for you. So then what happened? Fast forward a few years, like what, like, where did that take you? So I ended up, I actually became a severe alcoholic during this time oh. because that was the only way I could cope with how, um, how much I was struggling. Um, so I became a severe alcoholic and, um, I actually got alcohol poisoning one night. Um, it was, it was rough. Wouldn't recommend that for anyone. Um, but it led me like I was sick for dates, like could not stop throwing up. I was all alone. And I remember just praying, like, I will do anything. I will do anything. I will never drink a drop again. I will change my life if I feel better. And within an hour I felt 
so much better. And wow. I was like, well, now I have to keep my promise. Right. And the next night I went on my first date with my husband. No way. How did you meet yeah. him? I met him online, okay. you know, where all the people meet. <laughs> well, I like, I'm so envious a little bit of like these people who meet online because when I dated, I'm like, it was weird. Like you would never admit that you met someone online like 15 years ago when I was dating. And now I'm like, man, I just like think it would be so fun to be like, would you have swiped on me, honey? You know? <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you have swiped? What is it? I don't even know. Uh, left or right? Well, that's awesome. It's like super common. And I almost feel like in a lot of ways with how much information is available online, it's almost safer because you can do some digging and research before you ever meet them, you know? Yeah. So and you, I've been talking to him for like a week and a half before we had actually met so too. Did you have a good first date? Was it like we you did? He was the one or not really? No. no. <laughs> okay. It's actually similar to your husband. Like, so we went out, I told him I had the flu and I realized during our date, I couldn't lie to him. He was just too, like, he was a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he was like, one of those. I feel bad. Yeah. Like I'm like, Oh, I can't lie to you. So I told him the truth and he was like, okay. Like, <laughs> and he was like, all right. So, okay. And he is just the type of guy that you would end up being best friends with. Like, yeah. so I was like, Oh, he's, he's nice. We actually went on a couple more dates and I finally had the thought like, he would make a great dad to my kids. That was my first like indication of like, I was falling for him. And you didn't have kids from your other relationships, right? No, no. So that really is like, yep. yep. I was like, he would be a great dad for my kids. You didn't tell him that. No, I didn't. But I remember he like told me he loved me and I was like, Oh, I love you too. Even though I didn't yet. And I, I had to fall in love with my husband. It took time. I can resonate with that story. But then it's one of those things like you look back and you're like, I was such an idiot. Like I could have lost you legitimately. I know that. that I literally was like, I need to date you because somebody else would find you. And yeah. I don't want that. Oh my God, that's so funny. That is so funny. Okay. So you met your husband, you get married what happens? We got married. We had our first son. And after having our first son, we lost a lot of connection. Um, we were not like physically touching at all. We became roommates, like hmm. just became roommates. And that was a struggle for me. Like in, on so many levels, I really craved the desire to be loved by someone and to, like feel that love connection all the time. And are you a touchy person? I, I'm not anymore now that I have lots of little humans, but I really was before. <laughs> but back then you really needed that. And I feel yeah. like first children, it puts you through the emotional ringer. It oh, is yes. so crazy. Like how it changes your like whole physiological makeup and like, Oh, Oh man. I was like a different person after oh, yeah. my daughter. It took a long time. And you don't even realize like in your mind, it's like, I know I'm a little off, but it's not that bad. It's oh yeah. Sometimes it's bad for me. My postpartum was so bad, and I didn't know I had postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression with my first son. So yeah. that was contributing, and then we just we did not connect at all. There, there was I was to the point where I was like, "Hey, we need to go to therapy." I don't even know if I want to be with you. And here's my sweet, sweet husband that's like, "I'll do whatever." <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. And then you have this new baby, you're not sleeping. So you're like, not really like with it. I mean, there's a lot of things. So, so then what, <laughs> what happened? Like, so I ended up going to, sorry, this little dude, 
no, you're fine. I'm like, bring him on the camera. Let us, let us see his cute face. I was like, he's because they're our babies are like only a month apart. (laughs) (laughs) Except for your baby, I think is calmer than mine. (laughs) People are gonna have to go on and watch this on YouTube. I'll make sure to link it. Um, I actually was saying to my last guest, I'm like, I don't think I want to have people, oh, look how cute he is. I don't want to have people come to my house because I like the recording so much better because we can see all this stuff. Now, what's his name? His name's Lincoln. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys are going to have to check check out this video because he's so cute. I've actually had so many people tell me like, he's your most beautiful baby. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I just see him cry a lot. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh. So I went to this women's retreat um, thing and they were talking there about like, I don't even know how about like your room and like how to make it um, something that is about you and your husband. And at the time I still had like all my furniture from this like horrific situation. Oh, that, I and that you, like, so from the marriage to this boyfriend and on to this new marriage. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, they were nice bed sets. Like I yeah. worked. I paid a lot of money for them. Yeah, furniture is a lot. I'm like, sure. Yeah, so I like was sitting there and I just had the immediate thought, you need to go home and get rid of your bed sets. And I was like, what? That's so crazy. We don't have money. Like that's what you, weird. Yeah, Yeah. and so I go home and I'm like, so honey, um, we're getting rid of our bed set this week. And he's like, okay. (laughs) So we put... I just like threw it up. I think I actually just threw it up on my Facebook. Somebody bought it within the week and we threw our mattress on the floor. Wow. Yep. All right. Yep. We put our mattress on the floor. I bought like some new furniture, but our mattress lived on the floor for a while. Um, and I mean, right now, even like we just have it on like some springs and that's it. Like yeah. I, that was it. We didn't, we didn't have money to afford a new one. And it was crazy because within a month, our entire relationship changed. Um, we became connected. Like we hadn't in years, we weren't just roommates anymore. We wanted to go on dates. We wanted to spend time together. Oh my gosh. Mind blowing. Like like, made this connection between like the home, different things and areas in your home, emotional connection to like what you do now. Yes. Yes. That is that is where like all the connections started to come from. Cause I'm like, well, that's interesting. If my bedroom is connected to my relationship to myself, what else is connected in my house to other areas of my life? And I have I've, never heard of anything like this. Does anybody else do this? Is this your own thing? Um, it's yeah, it's pretty much like I have heard somewhat similar ideas, but not on the low level that I'm doing it I and not how so I teach it. As, as you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like when the master bedroom is a mess, like it's really hard for me to want to be snuggly and cuddly just because I'm like, oh, like the laundry on the edge of the bed or like the makeup mm-hmm. all over the counter or whatever. Like it's hard to just focus. And yes. when the bed's made, it's like more inviting. And mm-hmm. that is so cool that you put that together. Well, I'm like right now, this specific little child is in our room because, you know, he lives with us and it totally is taking a giant toll on our relationship. I'm like, I'm ready to kick you out, but I can't yet. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. I'm the, I'm like my little baby when he was born in January, I could not sleep because if I heard like, I'm like, (sighs) like, even if like, I'm like, 
Like I just that is why he has the outlet in their own rooms at like two weeks. I'm like, all right, I'll come to you because if you're crying loud enough for me to like literally a breathe or a sigh, anything, I'm like, <gasps> like I I don't sleep for weeks. It's so bad. Okay, he so wears the outlet because I have postpartum anxiety and depression with him, and we only have two bedrooms and we have two other boys. So. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where to put you. You'll wake up the other one. I'm going to be awake if it's not you. But if you can sleep through those little sniffles, more power to you. Yeah, I have earplugs actually. (laughs) That's actually a good idea. Yep. I hope people are taking notes. I'm like, this is a good I have a face mask and earplugs. Mind you, I live off of four hours of sleep at night. So. My gosh, (laughs) I remember those days. I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to sleep train myself right now to sleep longer. Like I'm reading this book and he talks about how getting eight hours of sleep makes you more productive. And I'm like, I don't see it. I don't have enough time in the day. Like I don't have any time. Well, I, I actually work from, um, right now I work two 30 to seven every morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good for you. you. You're getting after it. Okay. So tell me, like you created this thing. I know that you've been doing a lot with your Instagram and your Facebook group. Like how, um, how can other women have this aha moment who are like, you know, resonating with exactly what I'm saying is like, Oh my gosh, like what other areas of my life life are encroaching on me emotionally? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I actually am. I just am getting ready to send out emails. I'm doing a beta testing group of this course because I want to teach other women how to do this. I thought I wanted to help other women like teach them how to organize their houses. And I'm like, no, like a one-on-one basis. Yeah. And I actually hated it. (laughs) It's a lot of work because you realize that they don't want to do the work. They want you to come in and do the work. Exactly. And And I can't because the change has to come from within. Exactly. I literally had this aha moment the other day I woke up. So I've lost a lot of weight. I've lost um, almost 60 pounds since having my son. Oh my gosh. Um, So in five months. Yeah. And so I like, wait, is that a good thing? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Then good yes, I worked hard for it. Okay, good. <laughs> like, I worked hard for it. Sometimes it's not a healthy thing. And I'm like, wait, I, I keep forgetting really? like weight loss isn't always positive, but in this case, good for you. Make sure to email me your meal plans. I'm still in the <laughs> of like, yeah, I should get on that. Yeah. So it was really important to me this time that I like wanted to lose it. And I woke up one morning and I sat there and said, um, people can lose weight, but they can gain it right back if they don't do the mental work and I immediately thought it's exactly like my house if I don't do the mental work that's behind my house it'll just become a mess again mm-hmm. and that's when it like clicked with me the entire course just like literally like came into my mind and uh, I was like that's what I want to teach I want to teach that click I wanted I want women to have their own aha moment I'm like smiling so big right now because I feel like this is a good interjection for like our story. Um, so Tess, why don't you, why don't you share like how we met? Cause then we're going to catch back up. I feel like this is like totally yes. where our lives weave together. Yes, exactly. So I met you, I think he was like three weeks old. I'm pretty sure <laughs> maybe a month old. It was at your pajama party. Your pajama is a pajama glam. Yes. Earlier this year. So you yes. that. how did you hear about it? Um, so I came, it was my really good friend. It was her birthday. And so like we went to go for her party and I told my husband, I just needed a night out because at that point, like he wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. No one knew how to sleep. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Like we need to go. We need to go. So (laughs) like I went 
and I danced and I met you and hugged you and you were like so sweet and I was like she's nice I like Aww. her that's so nice <laughs> oh were, it was gosh. okay if you've never been to one of Chelsea's events you need to go because I felt like a pretty princess that night. <laughs> oh my gosh, I it got, was so much fun. I really love, I love it. And I feel so kind of selfish because it's the same. I'm like, I don't care if no one comes. Like, it's for me. Like, I need this time out. And my baby is, yeah, four weeks older. He was like almost eight weeks at that point during that party. Yeah. And it was the yeah. same thing. I was like, I can't believe I'm throwing this, but I just need this. Like, I had my sister-in-law come, watch the baby. Because my husband always helps me. I'm like, this is happening. That's so funny. So- <laughs> For those of you who have heard my story, and like I said, if you if that was your first introduction to me, you probably did some digging, found out I did courses, and Tess actually just finished my 28-day challenge course, and she came to hear me speak at a presentation I did at Kiln called, you know, Course Creation 101, and, and basically, like, what's happened is as I've been throwing parties, women come, they feel empowered, and then they realize, like, they want to help other women in whatever way. And of course, like this isn't necessarily your story, but a lot of women say like, will you hold my hand? Will you help me? Because it's easy to see someone who has success, who has figured out the formula and to want some mentoring. And that is exactly why I'm so excited that you're creating a course because I love courses. And the reason is because it's for the type of person who wants to make lasting change, not just like, Hey, will you hold my hand and do this thing one time? I'm not interested in the one quick fixes and doing all the work for somebody because it doesn't usually help them have a transformation at all. Like them going through and, and making their dream like materialize is so fulfilling. And like watching you through that 28 day challenge, I was like, man, this girl is so cool. Like that's how this whole podcast even got set up is like all of the people that graduated from that, that group, um, I'm like, each of them has their own stories and their own skill sets and knowledge that needs to be shared with a bigger audience. And I just love that you're creating a course. That's like the most exciting thing ever. I'm so excited. And I really, I want to thank you because I'm not a party planner, um, but that's what I wanted. I wanted to learn how you did it, like how you became successful because I wanted to create online courses because I live far away from people. I can't just go have like events like I'd like to have but I knew there was some way to do it. And when Sarah talked about your course, I was like, that's it. Like I'm buying it right now. Like that's what happened. Oh I was gosh, like, I'm buying that's it. That's so cool. That is so cool. Well, thank you so much. And I love the idea of my niche of like, you know, if you're an event planner, if you want to make money, like I let's link arms, but you're right. Like you don't have to be an event planner to get a lot out of it. And I feel like that's how it is, is most of the time for women, it's just belief. And then knowing the steps of like what you need to do in any business, because mm -hmm. most of us, like if you are like me, you're, you're a mom and you're like, I've never run a company before. Like, I don't know. And so we just like start bumping along like, well, this seems like everyone else is doing it. And there's no structure. There's no strategy. There's no game plan. And you <laughs> really excelled. Like you were one of my favorite people because you fought so hard to just like nail down the concepts and it shows like good on you, Tess. Like it's, I'm really proud of you. It's been fun to watch. Thank you. And I felt, cause I started YouTube three years ago. So I have been a content creator for a while. I had no idea what that was until a couple months ago. Like what a content creator was. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I, I've been getting paid from YouTube for years now. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm like, I have this many followers. I have no idea what to do. That's so it's so nice to get in your course where you're like, well, why are you doing this? And I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> and, and you're like, you know, what's funny is I bet like if it hasn't already happened that this year and next year, it's going to be like transformative, um, not just for your business and monetarily, but like strategy and where you're going. And like I said, I don't know if, um, you know this, but a lot of people that take my course, it encourages them to actually write a course because they actually feel that belief of like, I do have value and I need to share it in a way that I don't have to do a live event. I don't have to have all these other expenses because a course is really like, it's a time investment and it's hard mm -hmm. work. But once you do it, you can bless so many people's lives in the craziest way and anywhere. Like you're not limited. If they have internet access and a smartphone, you're not limited. It's yes. the coolest thing. And so why don't you tell us like how, um, anybody listening can connect with you. You have like a Facebook group that's blowing up. Like you are, like I said, you've got your YouTube channel. You're, you're starting this course. I saw that you're like doing beta testing for it. Um, so yeah. How can people connect with you? Okay. So all my links are on my website, which is beyond survivalmom.com that has everything. It's got links to my podcast, my Facebook groups, it, everything, everything is on there. So Love there's it. that, there's my blog. I do. I'm literally on every single platform, Love it. Um, but I am mostly on Instagram at beyond.survival.mom. Um, and I am very present in my stories. I have a super active audience in my stories. Um, and I love to post just kind of the drama of being a mom because I've now come to realize, even though I want to teach home organization, I am not the cleanest person in the world because I have children. Mm -hmm. Like your house well, is going to become like, a mess. If you could implement everything you wanted to and just be accountable to yourself. Like, I think that's what's so cool about what you do is it's real. And I've kind of, it's so funny how it's changed so much, but even in my own, like, realizing that I need to be more real and raw about the struggles because we all go through them. You don't ever hit a certain level where you're like, I just don't have any struggles at, at all. Like everything is perfect. That never <laughs> happens. And it's encouraging to link arms with people who are going to be real and say, you know what? I go through it too. Yep. Oh, I'm yeah. excited for you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing. Thank you for I'm having me. Sure that we link um, your contact info so you can find that in the show notes. Um, but yes, make sure to check out Tess and follow her and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs>